So, one of my favorite Marcus words is one I've said in the past, but that's not really what we're going to talk about. But it, it leads into our topic, so we'll start with that. Um, it's the it's a short part about the the big frog comes out of the yeah of the Nile River, and the Mitzrayim promptly tried to whack it to bits. Now the question is, Mitzri number one thousand three hundred and twenty. Why was he attacking the frog if he saw that Mitzri one thousand? 319 nothing happened and all the line of Mitzrayim before all did was make more frogs come why would they why would they why would they hit the frog so the marshal to this is you're sitting there in super long backed up traffic down the street and you clearly see the truck in front all the way at the other end blocking traffic and you honk why is the guy behind why are you honking or the guy behind you honking whoever honking because it's, a, it's like a a guy cast type of thing. I'm, I'm going to show you how it's done. I know. I'm the best, right? The Mitzrayim were full of gaiva, and they had this problem. They couldn't see... They couldn't see any of the lessons that were presented from the Marcus. Rather, they only saw what they wanted to see, and they ended up causing problems for themselves. Which leads us to this week's parsha. Fardaya and Arba, they are connected. Uh, if you look through some of the Mepharshim, Rebbeinu Bachaya, and... The Ramban, they 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 um compare and contrast Tzfardeya and Arbe because by Tzfardeya it says Rakbia Artisha Arna, and the Rabbeinu Bakaya goes on to explain that not only did the frogs all go back to the river, there's been a remnant, a remnant of Tzfardeya in the in the Nile River till today known as the Nile Crocodile, which is actually one of the most dangerous animals in the world still. I didn't figure that part out yet. I was trying to figure out why, if the Nile River Crocodile is so dangerous, why are people still going near the river? But, whatever. But it's, it, you look at look statistics, between 300 and 500, I don't know, something amount of people a year get eaten by Nile Crocodiles. And that's a remnant of the Maka of, of, of Tzvardea. Whereas, whereas by the Maka of, of Arba. I think it's Rabbeinu Hananel says there has never been a plague of locust ever, ever, ever in Egypt since then. Never. Because it's to show you how powerful a tefillah of Maish Rabbeinu is the whole vart. So they're connected in the fact that they're different. But really, we're on to the Makkah of Arba. Really. That's the point over here. The Makkah of Arba actually is a very interesting Makkah. It's the Makkah that's singled out as the one that you're going to tell to your children and your children's children and your children's children's children. So the Maharal says that because Arba is different than the other Makkas. The other Makkas either don't occur anymore or they're not natural disasters or they don't occur on a natural disaster level. That means, for example, Dam, there's no plagues of Dam. Tzardaya are things you, 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 you try to catch in the and when you're in the mountains, in the woods, and you keep them in a box for two days, and then if you don't, if you feed them the wrong thing, they die. Otherwise, they last about four days, and they get away, or they die, right? Then you have Kinim. Kinim, you go to the magic life fairies, and they take care of you. They clean the lights out of your hair. You put on special soap. Not so scary, right? Then we go to Arav. They're all locked behind bars in the zoo. Not scary either. Really, when was the last time you heard about a lion rampaging? Um, I do know a friend. I have a friend, actually. He, he lived in South Africa. 
and he was chased by a lion and did have scratch marks on the back of his car from getting a little bit too close, but still, still, okay, that's him, but most people can't relate. And then you have um, Dever, also, um, Borod, if hailstorms are not so scary, we don't have the hail of fire and ice, really, right? Then you have Chayshech, once you get a nightlight, it's not so bad either, and Makas Becheres doesn't happen. So Arba is the natural disaster of the markets, which you could point at, look, right? If it would be a tornado, you would say, look at that tornado, how powerful it is. But Arba is that super destructive Middle Eastern force, which you could point at and say to your kids, look, you see that Makkah of Arba? That was what happened in Mitzrayim, and that's very relatable. Now, there's something more about Arba, which, which brings out another important lesson, which I think is, is, is a side is stick. So, there's another famous Arbe plague in Tanakh. It's the plague of Arbe during the times of Yoyal. Right? The, the Mepharshim goes through how about how Arbe during the time of uh, Mitzrayim was, 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 was the biggest, but really there was a bigger one during the times of Yoyal because Yoyal had multiple species of locusts attacking, so that was a bigger plague. But, but, but how, what happened is, is you have to go through the, the, the Navi over there. What happened is what really shows you the important lesson that I want to want to bring out. In the times of Yoel, right, the Arba came and the Shmamish Shmatter the country, and the Yidin, the Yidin were the Naveras, that's what they got this punishment. And eventually the Navi got into Chuva and they came crying to Yoel, and Yoel said, Here's what you have to do. You have to take all the grain you have left that was going to keep you going for another couple of weeks, and you have to plant it. And they said, What? Shem said you have to plant it. So you said what they said? We're doing tshuva, so we're going to plant it. And they went ahead and took their last few grains and they planted it, listening to Hashem, listening to the Navi. They realized that the plague of locusts was a message from Hashem to do tshuva, and they went ahead and they were able to, they were able to conquer their Yitzhahara and they planted these last few grains and they had no more food. But they saw, all of a sudden, Hashem made nisim, they sacrificed Hashem made nisim, and they started seeing finding a little weak, weak kernels here, a few kernels there, and it kept them going for 11 days. And on the 11th day, their crop, which should have taken six months to grow, had grown in 11 days, ton, four times the regular size. And that's what the Pasuk, they cried as they planted their last bits of food. But they, they harvested with joy, and they had sustenance. The Yidin in the times of Yoyal, they recognized that they made a mistake and they saw the Yad Hashem and they did tshuva and they took a message from their plague of locusts and they used that to better themselves and do tshuva the Mitzrayim though had a plague of locusts also what they what, what did they get out of it? nothing they missed the point that means the point is that you could see a big frog and you could hit it and you could totally miss what it's going on the message is big frogs are not natural and when your friend couldn't kill it in a natural way get the message you can miss it and you can make it just make it worse and worse for yourself to you get all the way not only try Daya but Kina Marv Devershkin Barad Aaron and Arva and more. Or you could get the message and you could end up having a to do such a chuva that that you get this special award of, of a of a crop that sets that sets that's hafladik. So that's what we have to pay attention to. We could we could see things and we could ignore, we could shrug them off, we could we could, we could, we could, we could, we could say, oh, that's how it goes. We could, we could quote statistics and we could quote whatever it is. There's so much going on. I'm not going to single out any, anything. But look around the world. Think about, think about the world around you and think about things that are going on. And, and, and don't 
don't let it be that you miss the message as the Mitzrayim did. Rather, take when you when you see the whatever it is that's that's sending you the message, get the message like the Yidden in the times of Yoel got before it gets to a point even. But get the message and take it, and then Mitzrayim will also be zeicha to be berina yiktsayru in the time with with Mashiach the Kain of Meherbi Amenu. Amen.